Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction. Oh, it's just another wonderful day where we're going to listen uh, to the teaching of Bishop Rudolph as he comes and talks to us today about sowing the seed. Please remember, you can visit the bishop at his website at robertgrudolph.org. That's robertgrudolph.org. That's where you can see all that the bishop has going on and also listen to previous episodes of the podcast. Remember, the podcast is also available on the Apple platform. So wherever you are, you can just uh, go to the Apple platform and you can listen to all of the previous broadcast. With that being said, once again, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only world-renowned Bishop Rudolph. How you doing all today, Bishop? My brother, my brother, my brother, I am doing fine this wonderful day. How are you doing? I am doing just wonderful. Sun is shining. We got not as much rain anymore here in Tallahassee. It's just hot, though, hot and humid. But I'm on the inside with the AC, keeping it cool. You know, as we would say, ice, ice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm pretty sure. You well, they'll figure that out this morning. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. We had to talk in a parable on the day. <laughs> <laughs> I but love it. Yes. So today we're going to talk about sowing the seed coming from Psalm 126, 5 and 6. Bishop, if you would open us up with a prayer and begin this teaching, because sowing and reaping so much into that. It's, your, it's on you. Yes, sir. No problem. I'll be happy to, sir. First and foremost, everybody, thank you for joining us and let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for how good you've been to all of us. And in spite of our mistakes, in spite of our mishaps, you've been there for us. And God, we just want to thank you. Now, Lord, we ask that uh, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Touch someone through the word on this day in christ's name we pray amen 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 well mr speaker i'm excited about today's topic and i've entitled it sowing the seed sowing the seed and before you can reap something you have to sow and specifically today we're talking about the seed being the word of god the bible tells us thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee? In several places in the Psalms, the psalmist says, teach me thy way, O Lord. Teach me thy precepts. Teach me thy way, O Lord. And so if the audience, if you have your Bibles on today, if you would, I want you to go with me to Psalm 126, Psalm 126. And we're going to look at verses five through six on today. And you'll find these words recorded. Now, uh, the psalm is simply, or the psalm in its entirety is simply a series of songs. So somewhere, either David or some other person sat down and wrote this as lyrics for a particular song. And I want you to look at verses five and six of Psalm 126. It's a song of degrees where it says, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. 
they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Again, he that goeth forth and weeping, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. I can just imagine that that would be a powerful song if it was set to music. But we want to talk today specifically about how sowing a seed can be very um, important in the life of Christian. So we are talking about sowing seeds and making sure that these seeds are placed into good ground. Well, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And according to the scripture, whenever the word is preached, it does touch someone. The Bible is the only book, the only book that I can read where every time I get a different sight or a different opinion or a different connotation or context for what something has been said. Uh, I can read, I don't know, I don't care how many times I read John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Every time I read it, I get a brand new revelation. I get a brand new idea from it. Every time I read the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Every yes. time I read that entirety, I get a, a, a different revelation every single time. And that's how the word of God is. And so when you are trying to help people, the best way to help people, in my opinion, is to teach, study, read the word of God to them. Because whenever the word of God is preached, people's lives are changed. I know that my life was changed because I received the teaching and the preaching from the word of God. So let's look at, uh, I want to uh, digress just a little bit. I want you to go to Mark, uh, the 16th chapter and the 15th verse. Mark, the 16th chapter and the 15th verse. And I want to read just a portion of that because it helps you to understand what Jesus Christ uh, told his disciples to do. Mark 16 and 15 says this, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every preacher, to every creature. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, with that being said, it tells us first and foremost that if we are preachers and teachers of the gospel of Jesus Christ, we have a task. And that task is to preach the word of God. We are to go and preach. I want you to understand very plainly, very succinctly, uh, that when we preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ, we uh, th there are people who think that you have to be commissioned uh, by an organization uh, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, I want you to know that all of us are ministers. All of us are preachers. Yes, we don't indeed. necessarily have to be ordained uh, by an organization. That's something that, you know, I'm ordained, uh, I'm affiliated with the church, and I'm ordained by that church to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. But I don't want you to get caught up on today 
that in order for me to preach, I have to be ordained uh, by an organization. If the Bible says that I have ordained you uh, to bring forth good fruit, then guess what? You have been ordained to minister the word uh, to God's people. And so when he said, go and preach the gospel into every creature, that means preach by witnessing. That means preach by example. So you have a task to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. If we look at Psalm 126, we find and we look at this very succinctly that we preach the gospel of Jesus and we bear precious seed. This precious seed that is being discussed is the word of God. So we have a task and that is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to every creature. Then the second thing, you've got to understand that once you go and preach the gospel and once you provide the seed, that the sowing of your seed should be marked with tears. Now, why should it be marked with tears? Well, these tears are for the sins of other individuals. When you see that people are doing wrong and they have not, they are not doing the right thing, they are sinning. When you see that, when you hear that, when you understand it, you begin to cry. And the Bible tells us to weep. This word weep means to bitterly cry. So this particular psalmist, he's weeping uh, because he sees the sin of all people. And I would suggest to you that our sowing should be marked with tears for the sins of others. You love the sinner. Yes, you love the sinner. You, you should not hate anybody, especially, <clears throat> excuse me, you should not hate the sinner. But you pray for them that they come out of their sin. You hate the sin, but you should love the sinner. You should love them enough to teach and preach to them the truth so that they can come out of their wayward ways and do what needs to be done according uh, to the Lord. So when we talk about sowing, we're talking about sowing the word of God in the hearts and minds of all people. Uh, but many times we cry because other people have sinned and they have done wrong and you want them to come out of that. I've got some loved ones and I know that uh, there's a strong calling upon their life. And you do realize that you, have, you can have a calling upon your life. You may not have answered that call. Yes. You can have a calling upon your life. <clears throat> and when you do, you have to answer that calling. You have to respond to that calling. So that's why this particular psalmist was crying. Uh, they were sad. Uh, because of the sin in the lives of those people. So first and foremost, you have a task. Secondly, with that task, you ought to have some tears uh, because when you preach the gospel and you give it to someone and they don't want to turn from their wicked ways, then you try to do everything that you can to preach the gospel to them and get it over to them that I'm crying uh, because I see you in your sin. Now, the other thing that I want to talk to you about, because this seed has not only um, a, a seed that is filled with the gospel, a seed that should be sowed, and in many ways it's marked with tears because people have sinned. But my brothers and sisters, the seed also within every seed of the word, there is a treasure. I like this. If you look at verse 6, Psalm 126, verse 6. It says, he that goeth forth and weeping, bearing precious 
seed. That word precious means valuable. That word precious means important. So when you bear precious seed, when you sow precious seed, the seed that we have, the word of God, it's a precious life-giving seed. It's a precious life-giving gospel of Jesus Christ. There is nothing more precious than the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's why I want to remind everybody that the gospel is good news. If someone is preaching and teaching, it should not be rebuked every time. It mm -hmm. should not be reproved every time. Every now and then it needs to be good news that Jesus Christ died for your sins. And that if you have not accepted him, all you have to do is accept him, <clears throat> excuse me, as your personal savior. And he will save you and he will forgive you for all of your sins. So we have the seed that we have, the seed that is planted is precious life-giving seed. It's the precious life-giving of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we have a task and within that task, sometimes we shed tears because we are afraid for people because they have, uh, they have not given their life to the Lord and we don't want to, we don't want them to continue to sin. And so many times we have tears, but also we've got to understand the importance of the seed because it is a treasure. It is a life bearing seed. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is filled with life, Mr. Speaker. So the task, the tears and the treasure, I've got one more for you. Uh, and that is, you've got to understand that in addition to the seed uh, being a task of preaching the seed, in addition to the seed, uh, being filled with tears because you weep uh, for the individuals who are in their sins and they don't want to come out. Um, it, it, you have to understand that it is a treasure because the Bible tells us that there is a precious seed, that, that we bear precious seeds. Well, the Bible also says that in the midst of our uh, uh, tears, we will have triumph. Let's look at uh, five and six one more time. Psalm 126, 5 and 6. Again, it says this, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weeping, beareth or bearing precious and precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. So we sow tears, but we reap joy. There is that particular saying that we say all the time, weeping may endure for a night. Yes, but indeed. But joy, it mm. comes in the morning. In it's the morning time. It's morning time. And I'm going to reap what I have sown. All of the good things uh, that I have sown, I am going to reap good because I've sown good. Uh, and so when we sow, God will reap a harvest. We will reap a triumph. Mr. Speaker, that's, that's my message. That's my word for today. Task, tears, treasure, triumph task tears treasure or triumph reaping may endure for a night but joy truly does come in the morning my goodness bishop you got me here thinking how can i phrase my question because i have one i say well he went through the task the <laughs> tears the treasure the triumph because we're called to do something and what i, I see over in romans uh romans chapter 10 it tells us that whosoever shall call on the name of the lord shall be saved and it says how uh shall they call on him that they have not they have not believed how to, shall they believe in whom they have not heard and how shall they hear without a preacher? And you told us our task is to do that. But yes, what sir. keeps us 
from telling, Bishop. Telling mm. about the goodness of Jesus. We've got the task, the well, tears, the treasure, the triumph, but what keeps us from telling? You know, sometimes, for whatever reason, some people are ashamed. Uh, some people are ashamed to tell of the goodness of God for fear uh, that they let a little bit of their story out. Um, let me suggest this to you, that we have all sinned. We've all come short of the glory of God, according to the scripture. So we all have a testimony. But mm. yes, check this out. We couldn't have a testimony if we didn't have a past. And all of us, I don't care how saved you are, how sanctified you are, how Holy Ghost filled you are, all of us have a past. And I can't look down on you or look down on anybody else uh, because I, you know, I'm so saved, I'm so sanctified. No, we all have a past, we've all done wrong. But the good thing about our testimony that God gave us the testimony so that we can keep on preaching it and teaching it because it helps somebody else. Brother, if I went through that five years ago, or maybe last week, or on yesterday, if I went through that and God delivered me, guess what? The same God that delivered me is the same God that can also deliver you. So we need to be able to tell of God's, the testimony that God has given us. He has made a way out of no way. He has opened doors. He has, he has opened windows. We have to tell of the goodness of the Lord, and we have to also be able to tell not only how good he's been, but no matter how bad we've been, we've got to tell the fact that I was at this point in my life, but God reached up. There, there's a song. It says uh, he's going to get you if he has to reach way down in order to get you. I was down and out. I was sinking deep in sin far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master All right. <laughs> of the sea, he heard yes. my despairing cry. And from the waters, he lifted me and safe am I. It was love that lifted me. And that's the testimony that I have to tell. Our testimonies aren't pretty. They're not always pretty. There are some things in our testimonies that we don't want people to know. But thank God I got a testimony. Thank Amen. God I'm not ashamed of where he has brought me from. When you think of the goodness of Jesus, this is a podcast. I shouldn't be preaching today. Oh, go right when you think <laughs> of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries, hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. I'm glad I'm saved. And because I'm saved, I have a testimony. And I thank God that the Lord has forgiven me of my past and given me a powerful testimony. So I'm going to tell it wherever I go because he's been just that good to me. So for those of you who are ashamed of the testimony, thank God you have one and start telling uh, your testimony because God didn't save you just to sit, just so that you can listen to the music on Sunday morning or listen to the uh the preach word on Sunday morning, but God saved you so you can reach somebody else with your testimony. And that in essence is sowing your seed and you will reap a harvest of the word of God. Powerful. Bishop, with that, I'm just going to ask you, you know how the spirit is so high. You don't need to say anything. Just leave. 
just close us out in a word of prayer. That that yes, was sir. a word today. Sowing the seed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. Well, Father, we thank you again for the opportunity of being able to share this podcast with so many people around the country, around the world. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to minister in this way. God, thank you for allowing us to sow precious seed. Your word says that your word is so precious and that is filled with a precious seed. And we bear that precious seed to so many people. God, I ask that as the word is planted in the hearts and in the minds of your people, that you will allow that seed to germinate, excuse me, on the inside of us. Yes. And you will allow that seed to grow into treasures and into uh, great, wonderful things from the inside of us. God, I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you, Lord, for your mercy. I thank you, Lord, for your grace. I thank you, Lord, for the peace that you have given to us that surpasseth all understanding. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Father, I ask, Lord, that as we sow these good seeds, as these seeds go into good ground, Lord, we ask that you would allow these seeds uh, to be able to grow and to be in the hearts and in the minds of your people. And God, we rebuke the enemy right now. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We rebuke the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus. And God, we declare and decree that it is done and that it is well, that your seed will be sown in good ground and that it will come up a mighty harvest. Father, the testimony that I have, let me be able to minister that testimony to people everywhere. Let me not be ashamed. Let us not be ashamed of the testimony that you have given to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 I want to say thanks to everyone for listening today to Bishop's Rudolph teaching. This has been Mr. Speaker, your facilitator, reminding you to visit robertgrudolph.org. Once again, you've been listening to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction.